Is Haas coming back to KC? Uh, Horace gets kicked out of Arrowhead. God, Mahomes buys another team. And drop the ball. Coming up now. now. Hello and welcome to Drop the Ball. We are back. Dude. Oh my God, we're back. What? Real quick. What's my friend and I have a bet. Oh my God. Of, okay, of who's going to get to 200 first, Jorge Soler or Hunter Dozier. Hunter Dozier. And they're both at 195 right now. <laughs> they're like three hits away each. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but apparently, uh, Dozier got to 199 a couple of games ago. Yeah, he got really close. Because he picked, went four for four or something. Yeah, well, I really picked. I think I picked Soler. So. <laughs> if he has another or I think I game. picked Dozier. Who, I forget who I picked. Anyways, <laughs> continue, Matt. Okay, well, I was just going to say that we are back after two weeks of being off. I peeled my ass off in florida you were in the all-star you were at the all-star game yeah uh oliver's working his ass off too so we took a little Big bit of a break time. we're we're back i have we're vibing josh is still not here but yeah, you know that's that's I, just a regular he don't live here though this point. he don't live here i have to beg him just to respond in the group Th- that's what i'm talking about i mean yeah okay um um i have some good news you guys okay i got an official job offer letter the other day with the salary and everything. Let's Fantastic. go. Benefits. I'm happy. All that you. stuff. I know. It was pretty exciting. Um, yeah. That's so awesome. I, I've. So you're I, paying for our meals. And that's what I'm saying. Hey. So you're paying for. Is it May 20? Is it May 2022? <laughs> didn't, didn't think so. Not yet. So didn't think almost. so. Oliver did want to say something. You wanted to bring something up at the beginning of the show. And then we're going to get into a new segment we like to call all-star festivities with Jackson. So a new, a new one-time segment. So what is, yeah, exactly. So Oliver, what were you trying to, you were saying something you wanted to bring something up right now? Yeah. I just, I, ha- I want to read you guys some things. Okay. Um, I came across an article today. Um, let me go find it. Oh shit. Where is it? <gasps> oh, yep. I found Okay. There we go. Okay. Ooh, I was okay. going to say, if you hype this shit up and then you didn't have it, <laughs> no. I was going to be mad. So I've got, I was scrolling some news thing and came across this article. Casual. And I have to share it with you. So the article is from SouthsideSox.com. Interesting. Which is, for those of you who don't know, the White Sox equivalent of just like the... Royals Review. Royals Review. Which is... Yeah, SB, SB Nation. Nation. Yeah. Which is... What is the... For, it's, it's, a, it's a website article. where it's people like a, write articles. It's just yeah. like a blog, a blog type yeah. activity. But some yeah. people don't know it again. Anyways. So... <clears throat> It begins, the the article is Know Your Enemy, Kansas City Royals, basically setting up this article um, as we hate the Royals. Let's tell you how much we hate the Royals. So Kansas City Royals had a tweet that said, our major league reserve list is at 40 players. Somebody who's a White Sox fan replied, your entire organization is a major league reserve, LMAO, which is pretty weak. Um, But it's still like somebody saying, fuck you, you know? Yep. All right. So then... Uh, it, <laughs> the guy goes on a couple paragraphs ripping on the Royals. Um, it's because we're too good. That's why. I, I yeah. It's we're too good. So it's how's it going? How the mighty have fallen after coasting in first place for the start of the okay. season. The Royals crashed okay. and burned. Okay. If it wasn't for the Twins completely taking the season, the Royals would be sitting solidly in last place in the AL Central. Mm. Um, there's still time for the Twins to pass them though. Um, then they said some really irritating things like some notable injuries plaguing the Royals are Danny Duffy, Brady Singer, and Adalberto Mondesi. So I'm sure they're going to be missed this week by no one, which is mean. And then so it says two of our best pitchers and our best athlete and no one's going to miss them. 
And then he says, Mike Miner leads the pitching staff in ERA wins and strikeouts, which is pretty disappointing because they're not good stats. And then he says, um, when Miner and Perez are your best at anything, you should probably reevaluate your team. So here's where I started taking real issue yeah. because Salvador Perez is really good at baseball. Yeah, I don't. I have is the we mentioned the Sox. Yasmani Grandal, you mean the absolute walk and strikeout machine? We we mentioned. Is I mentioned better, the probably? the Sox fans that I work with in my internship before. They absolutely hate Salvador Perez. That's like White Sox fans hate the fuck out of Salvador Perez for like no reason. Like, I don't like. Yeah, he's really good, and I guess they probably get tired of having to see him every season. But like, like. He's like a really good dude, and he's like a good baseball player. I I don't know, like they really hate him. What? So <laughs> it was like the guy. Every time I mention him, they always say like they're like, "Oh, we saw." If you've saw. seen the guy that that Dave Portnoy from Barstool hired to cover the Tigers, you've seen that Chris no. Castiani or whatever his name mm-hmm. is. He, anyway, he's like I hate Salvador Perez, but I he's like he is just one that I wish would just retire because I just, every time we face him, he just manages to beat the hell out of us. And he's like, but damn, if he wasn't so likable, I'd <laughs> yeah, hate him. He's a, he's a pretty likable dude. It's not like it's, he's yeah. like, it's not like he's going out here and like cussing at people. He's, yeah, he's just like, he's just like baseball been very, very good to me. He's just baseball. Like, he's like, baseball. That's, that's, no, too, ma- that's too many consonants, dude. Me gusta baseball. Exactly. Um, so, so I'm going to continue if that's okay. okay. That's fine. Yeah, of course. Uh, he goes through pitching matchups. The first one for Monday is when was whatever. No shit talking there. <clears throat> Tuesday is Dylan Cease versus Brad. Bat flips aren't fun, Keller. Um, he just gives the stats. Gives the stats. He's aged like fine wine since the stick talk game. Fine wine spelled W H I N E. Just the it's just the little things, you know. Um, then he does Wednesday. That one's fine. Um, let's see. Thursday's fine. Cause I can't. And then, and then here's, here's the, the part I really wanted to, to give you guys this sub, this whatever part of the article is titled why we hate them. There's a tweet. All right, y'all tomorrow is the new series against an old central enemy. So tell me, why do you hate the Kansas city Royals? So I'm just going to read a bunch of them. Ready? <clears throat> Ned Yost's dumbass Verizon commercials. Pretty, pretty, pretty weak. I've never seen Ned Yost's fire. Um, their number one selling jersey is Patrick Mahomes. Like, what WTF even is that? My response to that is, that's the best player in football who happens to be an owner of our team and a sports fan of our team. We're going to be proud of that. So fuck off when your Bears don't do anything. Not our fault you drafted Mitchell Trubisky. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> He's just bitter. Anyways, so this this is a big one. I hate that the 2015 Royals were the trashiest, most classless, most disgusting, and shameful team to ever win a title. It's probably my most hated Yo. sports team ever, TBH. The players were absolute scum, and I've never been more embarrassed to be a baseball fan than seeing them win. Oh, yeah. What were the, ro- <laughs> what were the Robin yeah, Ventura alleged yeah, Chicago White Sox Ale- like? Alex Gordon, classless. <laughs> I know. Ben Zobrist, Class. Salvador Perez, class. Oh, Alcides Escobar, the biggest dick in the world. Oh, I know. <laughs> Lorenzo Cain, oh my God, don't even get me started on Dude, Lorenzo Cain and Salvador Perez together. Ben Zobris, recipe for such disaster. Such a piece of shit that his wife cheated on him. That was like wow. the <laughs> nicest team. I think one of the, like one of the nicest teams like, I've ever seen in my life. That is. That doesn't make <laughs> but any here's sense. what I want to know: Is it, it? That's the Robin Ventura led 2015 Chicago White Sox. Like who the fuck was on that team? I don't remember. <laughs> they didn't Samarja. Good. They weren't even. Oh, good. I remember why. Because Giordano got in a fight with them. That's why. That's why they don't like him. So 
Okay, so I want to. I want. Giordano said, "Fuck you, I have, dude, so Adam Eaton." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Down the line. You're gonna beat the shit out of Adam Eaton. Sorry. Um. So oh, that was funny. I have I have an opinion on this because I've done some research. Dude, rest in peace. There um, are there are some more when you're done. Yeah. Uh. So I wanted to touch on the Tim Anderson thing. Um. If you go to uh, rotowire.com, uh, it'll it, it, they have a function where you can search up a specific pitcher against any batter that they've ever faced. Oh, that's cool. Um, Tim Anderson, Chicago White Sox. He's had 22 at-bats against Brad Keller. In those 22 at-bats, he has four hits. If you're not great at mental math, this is a little tougher. That's a 182 average. He's batting below 200 against Brad Keller. He has one home run, the home run that mm-hmm. happened like the first time they ever faced off, and one double. Yeah, Brad Keller's crazy scared <laughs> of of Tim Anderson. And you really think that he's lame because he plunked him after he javel- after Tim Anderson javelined his Dude, bat? It's just because at, Chicago at, fans it's, are it's, trash. Brad Keller has so much more to worry about than Tim Anderson, just statistically alone. Like, not even talking about, <laughs> like, just, like, as, as people, they probably don't even give a shit about each other. But, like, statistically, no reason to care. Also, the White Sox, I don't like the whole, like, I don't, I don't, really do the whole like little brother thing because I think it's really classless. And as our fan base of college tends to kind of get that thrown in our face, um, the college that we attend, the fan base oh. gets that thrown in our face by another college Yeah, or like it's, it doesn't, it doesn't even really make sense for them, but the white Sox kind of have a little brother, um, mentality towards the Royal. I, I like, I don't get why white Sox fans hate the Royals so much. I don't I like to be completely honest with you to be completely honest with you there is not one like if it wasn't for their fans there's not a single team probably in the entire major leagues definitely not in our in our division that I could be more neutral about. Oh, I, I Seattle, do Seattle don't Mariners. care about the White Sox. Seattle Mariners don't give a shit. Yeah, maybe, Who are they? maybe because they're just in a different like but they're, they're just like, they're just so far removed from us like, that like, to be completely okay, here's in, in our division Kind of like the Twins. I, I'm not going to lie. I kind of like I the I kind of like the Twins, too. I hate the Indians. Yeah. I hate the Tigers. The White Sox, I don't give a shit about. There's not... Because they haven't like the only time, anything. The only time that they even, like, cross my mind outside of, like, when we play them is when my crazy annoying about it, like, coworkers like, brag about it. Like, that's the only time that I think, I think about the, the fact that the White Sox exist. I think the only reason, only reason I don't really like, I didn't like the White Sox is when Jermaine Dye went to the White Sox. <laughs> like, that, that was over oh, a decade ago. So, like, I don't know. I'm be had, I took small issue with him when they had Canerco just because he would he was good. Yeah. And he would piss on us. But, yep. like... Him and Tomei, yeah. I mean, that was, but that was the only time. I, I liked was even, Adam, I was, Adam LaRoche was cool. Yeah, Adam LaRoche was awesome. Well, I don't, Adam LaRoche was... Uh, anyway, so, yeah. But yeah, I, I, don't, I just don't get it. I don't get it. I don't, I don't get, get it either. It, it didn't really... I, I have I no idea understand. why they hate us so much. I just uh, don't get it. Uh, here, here's, I'll tell you why they hate us so much. Hashtag stop the steal started with Royals fans. I don't really know what that is. I don't get that stop reference. Stop the steal? Yeah, like, I don't know. Um, do you mean like you mean like the presidential like be- race, or because we like stole so many bases? I think that's why. I think they said, "Hey, you got to stop it." I did see like one baseless claim where it was like the Royals were the first to start stealing signs, so maybe that's what it is. Whatever. I but there's it was like one claim on Twitter, and there was literally no evidence to back it up. So, so I was like, okay, 
These these next couple are, are my favorite. In 2017, okay, we achieved nothing in 2017. No, in 2015, they said it was like the first time that any any major sports team. Because that was the last time an American League team won the. Yeah, it's like that's Stop. there's there was there was literally I was just saying like, there's literally I just saw it on Twitter. There's literally there was no claim. I don't it. get it. There's yeah. no evidence. Okay. Keep going all, all right. Whit Merrifield is a pest. Salvi Perez is overrated. And when you go to games there, it's hotter than a sauna with a, with a fire lit inside of it, which is true. Which is true, but that how but the, the first two fault? the first two was were stupid. You're literally I mean, on the okay. shitty side of okay. Chicago. What? The <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's the thing. I could see how if you're an opposing team. Like Whit Merrifield would piss you off because he's he's, he's a pest. He's so good. He's a small dude who just keeps. Get, he is a pest. To be completely honest, he's a pest. I'll take like, that. He's a pest. He doesn't hit the crap out of the ball. He just kind of hits gaps, you know. Yep. And like Salvador being like, overrated I, though, I would mm. probably get pissed off seeing Salvador Perez piss on my team every time I played them too, you know. Yeah. He, but like I, you can't I, say he's overrated. He's easily the best catcher all around in the all MLB baseball. this season. I mean, if all in around, the last two if, if you wanted to say J two rule Muto, I'd be like. Okay. Maybe real Muto. Because he's younger. Maybe Fine. real Muto and maybe Posey. But like as an all-around. Not, not even Posey. Posey's as an all-around catcher. Yeah. No way. Posey's po- hitting a little better. Real Muto is maybe a little bit better defensively yeah, but, because he's younger. But, but as a combined catch, as like both sides. Defense Posey's offense, not playing every day. He's playing like five games a week. He still has more war. But <laughs> I, That's fine. That's a whole different I conversation. Care, but yeah. Still. Salvi's the best. <laughs> There's a reason he was the all-star. All right. Rapid fire. Um, 20, 2015 was the absolute worst time to live around KC and Salvador Perez is the worst. Um, they aren't even royal, which is a misunderstanding of how we got our name. So you're an idiot. This one's funny. William and Kate. That was just oh okay, just like the royals. <laughs> yeah, okay. I okay. thought that was funny. Oh. Brad Keller being Charmin Ultrasoft. Um, um, the most overrated player in baseball is the reason the best catcher in the MLB didn't make the All Star game. Okay, wait. Are they saying Yasmani Grandal is better? Don't even. I that conversation doesn't <laughs> survive. Um, and then one more, just there's this, this goes on and on, but one more, um, you know, that kid in school who was just really cocky, but doesn't back it up with any sort of skill. And then they get lucky for a bit, which boosts their ego. So they're even more insufferable. That's Kansas city part two. Also, I loved Scotty pods. So I went to a lot of Sox V Royals games and when he was on the team and it seems like we couldn't win against them ever. And that was a big disappointment. That's why you're pissed. As I say, I feel like, yeah. I feel like that whole analogy Scotty to the kid Pods, in school. Really? Scott Pudsednik? You mean <laughs> the man who played for us for a, a when we traded Mark Tian and whatever for a back for Chris Getz and Scott Pudsednik? I feel like, really? On. I feel like okay. I feel like fine. There was something to that like that analogy mad. to the kid that's good at stuff in school. Um. I think there's something that they need to talk about with like a therapist or. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> that was a that was a oddly that was a very vaguely specific analogy that I've never like that's not really relatable that I've never really heard of before. So that they're not really good, but then they catch fire. They're not really good, but then they do something like really crazy good two years in a row, and then. I think they're referring <laughs> to the beginning of this season with that. that oh, part is that what? Oh, okay. Really? So these are all very recent tweets. I don't so okay, sorry. So they're not really good, no. but they're still getting better at stuff. So they're a little bit streaky, and then yeah, that doesn't <laughs> that analogy just I don't know that analogy confuses me. I can't wait for these people, the Sox fans, to be disappointed when the White Sox made the playoffs and then get swept. I would absolutely yeah, th- I would absolutely love just for this series just to like shit even just like tie it, just tie this series, because <laughs> then they can't be like oh we pissed on you that series. It's like well you lost two games to us. You're the best team in the AL, and you can't beat the Royals. 
okay. three out of four games. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I mean, good for you, I guess. Anyways, that's I, that's that. I don't yeah. get that. Why are you so mad? Like, it's, yeah, why I don't get why. Mad, I don't get why they bro? hate us so much. It's it's kind of funny. It, it is funny. It's frustrating. It's frustrating when it's like me versus like three or four White Sox fans at work because there's literally like four guys from Chicago that all work there. I don't know why. Like they. None like one of them went to KU, but then that. one of them went to like Mizzou, and one of them went to lots of Chicago. Go one to, of them lots of Chicago people go to Mizzou. Syracuse. I, so okay. I was, so I was like, Syracuse? how did you end up in? How did you end up in Kansas City doing this? Whatever. Well, um, I've got. A they're all good. Well, they're all good guys. I like hanging I out with them. Understand. I hope they don't, don't listen to this because I don't want them to think that I hate them or anything. Like they're all good guys, you know. But they just are relentless. I just well, don't they don't know me, so I'll just say it. I hate them. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I just don't get it. That doesn't make sense to me. Um, you're you're just mad because we were good for two years that's not yeah hey and, and we enjoyed it because we are never good but here's the deal we're not just good we were not just good over two years we've been really good over the last six games best team in baseball over the last six you games know what that, you best know what team in baseball since the all-star break you know what the help with that or hunter dozier and jorge soler decided they wanted to actually start hitting well la di da look I what mean, happens when sure. it's great. <laughs> look what happens when your pitchers get quality starts and your two That's supposedly best oh, hitters we need start to, hitting now to be fair we were helped out by a four, by a three-game series <laughs> against the tigers but uh well they should have been helped by a three-game uh, series against about? us the That's tigers true. were they're the ahead tigers of us. were on a seven game winning that's streak. true we did stop their streak and, and sweep them which is nice that's what i'm talking about so i would like to say uh the tigers sure they're not like a great team on paper but they were really hot at the time and you know you can't say that you didn't achieve anything from them i do want to go back and say jackson and yeah. as brief as you can say it i guess yeah yeah, yeah. How was watching Pete Alonso uh, beat Salvador oh. Perez in the home run derby? It was, and dude. Watching Bobby Wood Jr. and Nick Prado in the Futures game. So I'll start with I'll start with the home run derby because it's a little bit longer and I can gauge better. Um, and keep it moderately brief. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's the, the home run derby sucked. I mean, like here's the thing: it was fun because Salvador Perez hit the crap out of those balls. I mean, like he had the second most yeah. in the first. He actually he was top four. I lo- I saw it on Twitter. He's tied for fourth most home runs in any round in the home run derby of all time. Um, and he broke the record for most by a catcher. I think they should just um, do what they used to do. But the the it, 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 the fact of the matter is he just got really unlucky with who he was matched up against. In all honesty, based on performances in the first round, it should have been Alonzo versus Salvi in the championship. They just happened to be matched up in the first round. Um, but yeah, it was really fun. I mean, it was really fun. I was out in the outfield. I, sn- I didn't have seats out there, but I snuck out into it. We had a one of uh, one of the Mizzou guy. He's a uh, he's got an app on his phone and he photoshopped our tickets, so that we were like in an outfield section. <laughs> um, so we just went out there and stood. I got pretty close to a couple balls. They were hitting signed baseballs, which was pretty cool. Oh, cool. Yeah, um, I got really close to catching a signed Salvi home run, which would have been really awesome. Um, but some little kid ended up with it. Should have tackled him. Anyways, That's what I'm saying. You just um, it was a it was a fr- I, it was, I'm surprised I didn't come up with a black eye. It was like. It was intense out there. Like I watched like a whole like mob of people, people take out a vendor. To, really? Like they knocked over a whole vendor stand. It was insane. Um, but yeah, the home run derby was really cool. I, I uh, seeing Shohei Otani was really fun. Didn't expect him to get out in the first round, but it was really fun. He hit one like f- he hit one into the, the third deck <laughs> in Coors, which was insane. Um, and then futures game, yeah. Bobby Witt and Nick Prado both started. Bobby hit. Bobby some led off. He had two. Missiles. He had two line drives that were absolute missiles that just went straight to somebody. The first, the first one almost went over the guy's head. Yeah, because he had. To, I play. mean, he backed up, but he still had to jump up to get it. Second one, it was just right at him. Um, it was fun though. The, there was a lot of there was a lot of good talent there. Um, 
Adley Rushman for the Orioles. He's a top five, top five guy now. He'll be up probably next year um, as a catcher. Maybe up this year. He's basically the face of the Orioles franchise. They yeah. Fucking nothing down there. Um, I got to see, uh, I think it was Paz, Daz, something like that. He's a pitcher for the Cubs, I think. Shane Baz. Baz, yeah. Um, he's, he was he looked pretty good. Um, Baz. Okay. That was a horrible <laughs> I hate you break. so much. Anyway, so, um, yeah, it was, it, was a, it was a fun. Levity, you guys. It was a fun. <laughs> the Braves, I think, had an outfielder that was there that hit two out and back-to-back at bats. So that was, it was cool. It was Sweet. a good experience. I had fun. Um, yeah. Maybe those are some future Hall of Famers you got to see out there. Yeah, I mean, first. <laughs> Bobby Witt. Yeah, Bobby Witt, <laughs> dude. Anyway, fingers so th- crossed. That was All Star Festivities with Jackson. Thank you, thank you. That was God. That was over a week and a half ago now. Oh, actually, I do have I, one more quick story. Two weeks ago so, tonight. So the draft, right? the draft was in Denver yeah. as well. Um, and my friends wanted to go out to a bar. I wasn't big into the idea. I was pretty tired, so I like found this hotel bar and just kind of went in and sat down. Um, I sat down next to this guy and he saw I was wearing my salvage jersey because it was after the home run derby. He's like, Royals fan? I was like, yeah, it's a little tough, you know, sometimes, but, um, you know, I'm here for Salvi, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, oh, yeah, I'm from New York, so I'm a Yankees fan, um, but I'm kind of a Pirates fan now. And I was like, what does that mean? How did that happen? Yeah, I was like, what does that mean? Um, no, I, Matt already figured it out. Um, wait, 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 wait. wait. So, I, so I'm like, oh, so like, do you like know someone that got drafted? He was like, yeah, yeah, I Garrett do. Cole? You can say that. And I was like, oh, okay. So, like, is someone, like, close to you? He's, like, kind of close. And he showed me a picture. And it's this guy sitting next to me hugging his son, Henry Davis, the first overall pick for the No Pit- way. Pirates. Really? That's so I just so sat down at this random hotel bar. And um, his dad, his name was Chris. He was a super nice guy. I talked to him probably about an hour and a half. He bought me a drink, rum and coke. Um, just kind of sat there and talked to him about his son and – he talked to me about Yo, you know tasting a little bit and like my major and his wife came up she was really did you, hot. Did you meet Henry <laughs> Davis? The number he did not show up. No, I don't know what he was doing. I would guess he was doing something. I don't know out in the city, but um, they he, weren't there. Like he with was a him. Yankees fan, and now I'm a and now he's a Pirates yeah. fan. I was like, oh my god. When no he said way. that, when he said that, I was like, that's weird. That's, I didn't. I didn't get that like at that? all. Yeah. No. Yeah. It was. That's it was. Insane. It was. Yeah. It was a really crazy, like, like happenstance kind of like just this random ass hotel. That's so crazy. Random Holy ass hotel. Shit. It wasn't like necessarily like close, close to the stadium or anything. Just sat down next to him. So did you get a number? Get anything? Did no. You get, did no. I, I. I thought about. I thought about. You know, being like, hey man, like, it was really nice meeting you. Like, I get your number or something, and that way, if I'm in like Tennessee, where they're from, maybe I could. But I didn't. Buy you a drink? That's kind of weird, though, to be like, hey, here's Can I buy you a drink? Man. Maybe there were swingers. I'd, you just say, I'd so. repay the favor. You know, it doesn't have to be weird. Fun fact, if you guys ever wanted to know, Henry Davis's mom is very beautiful. <laughs> I'm sure if I typed in Henry Davis, one of the first things that's going to come up is mom. 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 <laughs> Probably. <laughs> just like how if you type in any famous dude's name, it's going to be wife. And with that, and with that, I w- we'll talk about this for <laughs> just a second. The Major League Baseball draft did happen. The Royals... In typical Royals fashion, congratulations, Kansas City. <laughs> completely went with the number seven overall pick with somebody who – Kumar nobody, Rocker's still on the board. Kumar Rocker's on the board. Uh, Brady House Brady is House still is on, on the board. board. I think Lawler – was Lawler off the board at that point? Nope, he wasn't. Oh, Lawler okay. wasn't off the board. Yeah. Uh, Khalil Watson wasn't off the board. Yeah, he was still there. Some of the best bats that were in the, in the entire draft. And they picked a kid out of high school. And I'm not saying that he's not going to turn into nothing. That's not what I'm saying. But the Royals don't have a great track record with high school pitchers. And they we'll were just like – and his name is Frank Mazzucato. Kind of a badass name, not even it's, lying. Yeah, we have, like, we have like 20 guys in our system that are Italian. No, I guess. <laughs> but but Frankie. my thing was like a lefty 
at, from high school. He did pitch four no hitters in a row, which is like insane. Like at any level, like yeah, holy. He hell. also, I will say this. I know this because I work for a, a company that puts on showcases. He hasn't played at any major showcase tournament or anything like that. Like he's never played top talent, um, like competition. So, yeah, that's that's um, that's really the only downside that I see to him. Outside, I, of, I mean, I, in high school, yeah. he was good. I just it's as simple as that. Yeah, we got a couple kids from around from around the city. The catcher from uh, 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 Car- Carter Jensen from uh, Lease or Blue Springs. Blue, Blue Springs. Blue Springs. And, 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 and Ben Cudra. Uh, Cudra now. Uh, they uh, both from crap. Blue Valley Southwest. Both LSU commits. Yeah, and then um, they they both signed, which was both, crazy. We signed every single one of our draft picks. Yeah, which and is stayed under nuts. the stayed under the bonus, whatever the so, slots. Yeah. yeah, the slot um, slot which, money which, or whatever. To be fair, that means that they did what they wanted to do by picking Mazicato, Mazicato and Kuno. Yeah, and that's the reason why they picked. It Mazzucato. worked out because they I think they wanted to maintain as much of their draft stock as possible. B- because really, um, what they what they did was. Uh, and Luca Luca Tresh is that his name? The catcher from South Carolina. Yep. They were able to sign him in like because he was still on the board in like the fourth or fifth round because nobody had money left. We also got a pretty solid um, second baseman with our second round compensatory from Bama. Um, he's a little bit. Yeah. I think he's more defensive minded. He'll probably go straight to Double A though. Joining this, joining the outfielder from Alabama that we drafted. Yep. What's his name? I, I can't, can't remember think. his name. I can't remember last year in the. I don't remember round. any yeah. of these people's names. So. Anyway, well, yeah, I don't think they had years. a. I don't think they had a bad draft. It was, it, and they signed everyone. So it was like, one of the what we, people expected. It was one of the seventh best, apparently. He, the according thing, to okay, a bunch so, of people. So their their early rounds, they picked people who were significantly lower stock than. But if, yeah, but they, than the picks that they were picking but at. But the later rounds, yeah. But what some people don't understand is that baseball is all about the money aspect and how. Like if you were to if the if the Royals were to pick Kumar Rocker, they'd have to pay him. Kumar so might not get signed. By money. the way, yeah, the Mets are thinking about not signing him because of something with his physical. It's possible the Mets are just doing it because they want to drive the contract price down from the six million. But I've seen stuff that says they might not get him signed by Sunday, um, which means he'd go line. back to Vandy because he can make money at Vandy now. Um, he's not going to take much less than the six million, probably. Yeah. Uh, and the Mets are a big market, so I don't know why they're trying to drive that contract down. If that's what's happening, they say it's something with his elbow in in the physical. I don't know if that's the case. He pitched a bunch. That would suck Bendy. as a first round pick, though, not being able to sign. It that would, would suck. suck. It would suck for the Mets. I think they might end up breaking down and doing it anyways because of that reason. Um, but yeah, that's. I mean, maybe the Royals saw saw something in his elbow. Maybe they yeah. saw what we did in his elbow. And the only thing that's, that's so weird for Frank Mazzucato, which is the guy the Royals picked, is that his brother plays at uh, uh, Texas Christian or something. He plays at TCU, TCU or something. His br- Frank Mazzucato's brother plays there. Yeah. And like he's coming straight out of high school. He's younger than us. And not saying that's a bad thing. Bobby Wood Jr. is younger than us. But it's just kind of nuts that you have a guy that's coming straight out of high school. Sure, he pitched four no-hitters, but like you said, hasn't really faced a bunch of a competition kind of kind of concerned about let about everything that's going on but hey who knows maybe we'll look back in seven to ten years and be like damn the royals took a chance but it's paid off even if he turns into like a number three starter i mean the you won you won like some guys are not even gonna be able to do anything you hear the stories like even like a couple months ago one of the rockies picks that was like the number five overall he just he retired because yeah. he had too many injuries. Yeah. So you just and you have Bubba Starlings sometimes. Like you have guys that you spend the top yeah. five pick on, and they just don't. I turn I didn't into I anything. didn't hate I didn't hate um our draft as much as I thought I was at the beginning of, <laughs> of the beginning of it, 
after the first day, I was like, what the hell are they doing? Yeah. After the um, first one, yeah, it was. That's not, that's not how it is anymore. So that's fine. Um, I kind of, yeah, I've gotten to the point where I'm okay with it. Uh, so we'll, I don't know. We'll see how it works out. There's exactly. some guys with really high upside. We just it's don't just, know. They don't have the upside. We don't know if the upside's yeah. going to happen. And here's the deal, too. We're talking about shit that we don't even know if if it's even going to work out. Some of these guys might retire by, before they even hit the field. Well, also, like, we just the, don't know. These guys are, you know, fresh. These guys fresh are off the rack. Three, four years away. And, yeah. and, you know, it's certainly possible that freaking Bobby Witt's a bust. It, yeah, Bobby Wood it's could come up and not hit. Literally anything is possible. Nick Prado could come up and stop. I mean, Nick Prado could come up and stop I walking. Think, Nicky I Lopez think, was supposed to walk at a 15% clip, and right, he's it, still not quite there yet. It's just super volatile, and there's you really don't know until it happens. You really don't know until they're halfway through their career whether or not they no, were. No, yeah. You won't know after, <laughs> they know. after the first That's what happens. We don't even know about Mondesi yet. Mondesi could still show. He's only 26 now. Just like he could, birthday, birthday, he could still show up and he could still show up and him and Brad Keller share a birthday today, the day we're recording yeah. this, Tuesday yeah, the twenty seventh. The thing is, he could Mondesi is tw- only twenty six. He he's been up for four ye- five years now, and he could still yeah he pan could out. still be an all star. So, <laughs> he could still be he a, could still pan out and have a really great career. So you know it's and with that is. being said, we need to keep moving. We need to keep moving bad. But we've had a lot to talk about. Dola, yeah, we've been gone for two weeks. So and a lot has happened crazily. So Dozer and Solaire, we were talking about them. Uh, I'm in the firm commitment of we need to trade Solaire now while he's hot and get as much as you can for him because he's not coming back next year. There's some people who, for some reason, they're like, we can get him at a discounted price next year. And I'm like, yeah, but I don't want to shit bad on my bench not yeah. doing anything. Yeah, I don't That's I don't know if I'm willing because his ceiling's so high. If we re-sign him, they're going to want to try to play him. Yeah, and I'm just like, I, I'm not okay with it. I'm not okay with that. I just, yeah, I, it's, yeah, it's, um, I, I love Solaire. I appreciate what he's done for Kansas City. I really like the guy too. I, no, I really like the guy. If we can get him crazy cheap, I'm not against bringing him back. It just would have to be a really cheap contract. And, and this is about like the, two or three year, 10 million. This is simultaneously the best and worst time for him to get hot. Yeah. It's the best because now people are going to be like, okay, so he's hot. Let's trade for him now. But it's also like, we don't know if we want to keep him now, you know, it's like, well, I really wish we had another 10 days to yeah. see what he did, but yeah. we have two. We have two. Yeah. Three. So it just. One, two, three. F- technically four. And Dozier, four, if he starts trying to do something, then I guess, cool. I'm happy. Uh, I guess. I'm just. Say, we've got Dozier under contract. I don't hate where he's at right now. I'd be totally happy if Dozier finishes batting like 230, 240 this season, which well, is. Well, that'd not be really picture. freaking good. No, yeah. He'd ha- I mean, if he keeps hitting at the pace he's hitting right now, he could get up to 230, 240 by the end of the season. And have a good amount of doubles, good amount of home runs. I'm just, I'm in the camp with Jackson. Jackson said this like months ago. So it, that Hunter's just done. I like not done, but Hunter's just kind of. He relaxed he, once he got his contract holder. extension, but he relaxed a little too much. Well, he, I mean, well, he, he, I think he's he trying too hard. He was trying too hard. I think. So what happened was you want to make it worth he, it. So what happened so. was he got injured a lot. Like not not like reoccurring injuries like Montesi, just like kind of freak things like running into Abreu. Oh, by the way, that hand. article blamed Hunter Dozier one hundred percent for that. Awesome. He talked about how he didn't understand uh, rightaways so or something. It's his base path. I know. So I was like, "You're an idiot." It's his um, freaking base path. It's nobody's fault. It, but it was his base path. Anyways, um, so uh, he got ran into Abreu. That's a freak thing. Um, his hand got injured. 
He was in. He got COVID during the shortened season, so his the short even shortened season was even shorter. You know, I it's I think um, he said something in an interview when he started to get hot again. He was like, "Yeah, I was trying to protect my hand with my swing, so that's why I was pulling off, and I couldn't hit anything to the opposite field. So I was trying to protect that top hand or that bottom hand, so I would pull harder so that I wasn't like putting too much force on it and hurting it again. Uh, now he's getting comfortable to the point where he can like start." Start going opposite field and, and he's swinging had normally. Three, four hit games. Exactly. A couple times. So, so it'll be, I don't know, it'll be interesting to see where he goes um, from here. Uh, I Yeah, I it'll be interesting to see where he goes from here. I, I think he's not done. This season's a bit of a wash. This season, let him just work through it and see if he can figure it out for next season. I think there's a place for him on our next contending team. He could be a great right fielder for the next contending team. He's not going to be in the infield. Yeah. Um, I, I can't, can see I mean, I guess it's, it's possible, but as of right now, Nicky Lopez is playing like the second baseman on our next contending team. And Bobby Witt Jr. Probably will have to play third at that point. Cause if Mondesi's healthy, he's going to play short. It's as simple I as think that, Bobby's so. playing short. I think you just move, you move Mondesi off of it and you let it's Bobby possible, play short. but I, I'm worried that second baseman get hurt a lot. So I'm worried that, um, that affects it, but we won't know until it happens. So. Anyway, so what's crazy about this past week and a half or so is that the starting pitching, when I found out that Brady Singer and Danny Duffy got hurt, the starting pitching was already in shambles. So I was like, son of a bitch. Well, this is going to be a long two weeks because Brady Singer and Danny Duffy are not going to be here, the two like moderately successful ones. So I guess let's see. And for some reason, I don't know what happened. Something's in the water. And these pitching performances are – we're having a quality start every time, and I don't get every, that. Every game. And knock on wood. Keller's had, what, three straight? He's had – well, Coming into this appearance? He said two straight, I think. Two but straight. He had one last time. That's all I know. And so – At least two in a row. And so we've had we've had five of our last six starts be quality starts. Daniel Lynch looked – Insane Bro, that was a fun Detroit game to be Tigers. at. That was a fun game to I, be at. I'm so mad I could have been there. Oliver, I get, both I, could have been there. Okay, so here's yeah. the deal. I woke up. So that was I was alone at my house taking care of the dogs. I was using that day to sleep in because my dog didn't have to go to the bathroom when I normally wake up at eight to let him out because he's super old. So I have to I have to wake up and let him out when I do, or else he'll poop everywhere. Um, so he didn't. So I was like, okay, fine, I'll go back to sleep. And he he was still asleep, so I I didn't wake up until like twelve. I wake up and I got a text from from freaking Oliver. He's like, two hours before. You want to go to the game? And I was like, hell yeah. And I didn't realize it was a one o'clock game. And then I was, and I realized I was like, oh, wait, it's probably too late, isn't it? And I was, oh, I was so mad. And it would have been a great game to be at. Yeah, sixth row, right behind home plate. It would have been a great game to be at. Free tickets, man. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. Oh, you were free too? Oh, yeah. I was fully willing to pay you. I mean, they were going to be $50 a ticket. Oh, never mind. Okay. (laughs) So I'm kidding. I. I I Daniel Lynch was incredible. He was really really good. He was incredible. It was against the Tigers. That's I was not what I was about to say. But he is good. He was pitching to contact way more than he'd done in his like ever. Which and is I what was he needs like, to do. And I was like, okay. And there was a couple times he was getting kind of tatted up. And I was like, it was right two people, but they were hitting the ball really really hard. And I was yeah. like, ah, I'm fine if they hit it hard on the ground. Okay. Though. And like, hey, I'm celebrating. A at the that was track. fantastic. I was like. I was like, holy shit, this is the guy, this is the guy that they told us was coming up. Like, this was the best lefty in the system that they said that 
when he comes up, something's going to change. And so, like, what the cool thing is now is that these starting pitchers are like, well, I want to be, I want to throw eight innings. I want to, I want to do this well, and I want to play well so my guys can be competitive and this, that, and the other. So, hey, let it freaking happen. I'm excited. Like, are you kidding? If you get Daniel Lynch back up here, you get Brady Singer on that track as well. If you can figure it out. If you, if, if you can get Brady Singer not to freak the hell out when he gets people on base, yeah. then he is completely fine. Chris he's got, Bubich has been pitching I don't get well. it. It's, he's J- it's Jason Vargas, dude. I'm telling you. Chris <laughs> Bubich <laughs> yeah, is Jason yeah. Vargas. He just is. Yeah. He's pitching. He got to pitch to contact. He's getting killed with the changeup just because he's leaving it over the middle. Yeah, but, if but he that's his only locating it, And he's throwing his curveball. He's he's comfortable with his curveball. And here's the deal. You got to call these people. You got to call these guys up and let them have their lumps yeah to, i mean like, to be fair Coar and lynch had really bad lumps um and lynch was sent down because yeah, he was but how does pitches, that make you feel it, that lynch came up in here and he was not even as hyped up as jackson Coar was yeah he was and and he well, had a bad start and now he's coming back up and he's doing well, great but he also had to go back down he was tipping pitches they sent him back yeah. down. i don't think they would have sent him back down if he wasn't tipping pitches and like he had zero walks yeah they had they daniel had, lynch had zero walks through his last yeah. five starts that he had they had and he a, didn't have one they on had Sunday an identifiable thing to fix they sent him back down so they could fix it give him another three or four weeks to fix it and then bring it back up that's what i was saying to my I, dad I, at the I'm game i'm fine with both of them yeah doing was was that's a good sign for the pitching development yeah if, if our, in our system because if we sent him down with something to work on and they have some, they have an, they have an objection objective yeah. to accomplish yeah. and they seem to accomplish that. Yeah. yeah. And another thing was Jack, uh, not Jackson, Jackson Lynch, Daniel Lynch had a, like a 10 ERA in triple a, but yeah. they brought him back up anyways because he had accomplished what they sent him down to do. They yeah. knew he wasn't, you know, yeah. Like that was fine. But well, I want, yeah, I want to remind you guys, um, just something I was thinking about after the game and I thought of it immediately. I was like, okay, this seems familiar. Rookie, eight innings against Detroit, and everyone's pretty shocked about it. Can, does anyone else think of Eric Skogland? Oh, damn. A lefty? I mean, a lefty I who pitched eight cut. innings against Detroit. <laughs> don't, uh, don't be. Don't and be then turned to... into nothing. Okay, well. I'm just, I was just, it's just something I thought about. I don't think Daniel Lynch is going to turn into nothing. No, 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 no. It's just Daniel something Lynch, I thought about. After his last start, I, Daniel Lynch has a very high ceiling. Um, just something I thought about. He's got. I mean, he's got to figure it out. Still, he's not. He, I'm he's not, a tall, he's, lanky lefty. He's like a. Yeah. He's like. He's not as herky jerky. Can hit ninety eight. <laughs> he's not as herky jerky as Chris Sale is, but like he's got that. He's got that body count. Of yeah. Like he looks like Chris Sale, and the fact that, oh my God, Hunter, what are you doing? But that was not a bad play, I guess. He also he also kind of looks like uh, Jim from The Office. He does. He looks that like was John a good, That was a good meme that the Royals posted. That was that was a good one. Identity thrift is not a joke, Daniel. <laughs> that was really good. Um, I but that yeah, was it hilarious. was. Um, I I was very I was very uh, impressed, and it made me more excited for his next start. I want to see what he can do. Yeah, it it was it was fantastic. I can't wait to see, like you said him come out against probably a i think we go to it was it was go to toronto next so he's gonna face a really really good offense gonna face a good offense and we'll see how he does because he was being very very like like you said uh oliver they sent him down to accomplish something and he did accomplish that even though his era was a certain point they needed him to be more uh, be more aggressive and being aggressive now that's going to be the thing against toronto because that lineup is Stacked, <laughs> like yeah, especially with Springer, Vladdy, Bo Springer, Bo Bichette, Vlad Vlad Jr., Randall Grichup, 
uh, Marcus Simeon, Simeon George Springer. Simeon. Yeah, Simeon's got like 23 um, home runs. Yeah, that lineup is dumb. Yeah, it's really good. Stupid. It's so, probably better than the White Sox, which is when Lynch oh, yeah. made his. That's the best team Lynch has faced so far. So, yeah, and so you just we're just gonna have to see, but it's a great stepping off point. And yeah. moving on to the minor league system, I Jackson and I were talking about this beforehand. I don't know what it was. We su- we sucked for the first little bit, and since uh, like it, we were mad and we were so pissed because I was about to come on the w- on the show the that uh, Tuesday night, and I was about to scream because we got swept basically by the Indians. Yeah, and I yeah. I was about to be like, you can't lose four in a row to the Indians. No, yeah, and so I was so mad. It's good that we didn't have an episode because God, it would have <laughs> been bad. It would have been so bad. But, but. The minor league system has done so much that is like fantastic right now. Nobody, and what's crazy too is that everyone's talking about Bobby Witt and Nick Prado as they should. They really should talk about them they because be. they are fantastic. But there are so many little small guys that nobody's really talking about that are having great starts and are having are, are people that are filling in for Bobby Witt and, and Nick Prado now in Double A that are having like great starts to the season. Like Vinny Pasqu- Pasquatino, we were talking about him. He is a, just a masher. He just mashes home runs and yeah. mashes doubles. He looks yeah. like Billy Butler when he was in the – but from the left-handed side. Yeah, left-hand side. It, it, he looks nuts. And Michael Massey, no one's talking about oh Michael Massey. Yeah, Michael because, Massey's been crazy down there. Yeah, Michael Massey. No one's talking about him because, of course, we have Bobby Witt and, and Nick Prado. But he's an outfielder, and he's a little skinny black kid. But he's, he's literally – he's hitting like – He's hitting for power. He's hitting. He's uh, what Michael A. Taylor wants to be. Yeah. Uh, Although Michael A. Taylor was doing the same thing in the minors. We'll just have to see. Edward Olivares is still bitting 569. Yeah, he's still doing. uh, I mean, Kyle Isbell has been hitting very well recently. (laughs) He's getting his strikeouts down. He could be be on your opening day roster again next year. Yeah, I just, it's it's a good time to look at the minor league system. Yeah. In my opinion. And then you have, uh, you have some relievers that are really doing some good things. You got finally Daniel Tillo getting off the IL foster uh, Griffin, foster Griffin's coming back. Yeah. I foster Griffin was nails until he blew his arm out. Well, he year. only, he only had like one or two appearances, I think. Yeah. But, but it, he looked it was really his good first in, appearance. Yeah. Actually. He looked really good. But he, and it was yeah. in the second well, inning. Cause yeah. Cause he pitched, he pitched one inning of like one, two, three, like crazy. Like he looked untouchable. And then like the next inning he came in, pitched a one batter and then, and then he threw his he arm out. He needed Tommy John. Oh God. <laughs> I hate sucked. that. Sucked. I remember I was, I was like, Oh my God, he's pitching like crazy. And then they were like, he has Tommy John. Like, and we're oh, like, and right. this isn't even the, the guys that we're talking, like, this isn't even Asa Lacey. This isn't. These aren't the top guys. This isn't Coar. This isn't Lacey. This yeah. isn't. Uh, oh, what's his name? Um, Alec Marsh, Jonathan Bolin. Bolin. That's what I was thinking of. He who does have to have Tommy John surgery. Who does also have Tommy John? But still, it's it's really nice to see that all these guys are doing really well. And yeah. also, Jackson Coar is doing great too. He and is. Yeah, in the minors, no Coar is actually having a great minor league right yeah, now. Yeah, no one's really talking about. He'll and be back up in September, I bet. Talking about August. MJ Melendez. Oh my uh, God, MJ Melendez is killing it. He's a catcher, and oh my God, he's really pressing Salvi's. Uh, Salvi's buttons up here because if he keeps hitting the way he's doing, you got to put him up here. You well, he'll come up and to. be the he'll come up and be the best backup catcher in the entire MLB. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see, we'll see. And the reason why I wanted to bring up the minor league system is, hey, guess what, guys? We are T minus one, two, three, four, uh, less than four days away from the trade deadline. Yep. And so we've had some stories come out and we've talked about the trade deadline a little bit and who they should trade and do whatever. But 
this is just what I want to ask to both of you is if you had to trade one person from this Royals roster that you were like, please get them off this team. Please do something with them. Who would it be? Danny Duffy. Danny Duffy. Danny Duffy. You want to get rid of Danny Duffy? I don't want to, but he's it's the last year of his contract, so we'll have to re-sign a new one anyways. He's hurt, but that's cool. He's hurt right now, so he's not going to pitch until September. And at this rate, we're probably not going to be playing meaningful baseball in September. I don't think he's going to play. I think he'll probably he's play in August. three weeks away. Probably. I think so. I, that's think, I think that's what I saw, is he's three weeks away. Um, and from what I last heard... We have the Padres, the Dodgers, and the Giants all interested in him. Because he's a left-handed starter he's a left-handed who's good. Starter who's good. Padres have a crazy good minor league system. The Dodgers have a decent minor league system, and I'm pretty sure the Giants have an all right minor league system. All of them, we could probably get a top ten prospect from their systems. And all of them, their top one of those top ten prospects would be pretty good. Um so yeah, yeah, I would just say him. Because then we can come in if he really wants to be back here, which I think he probably does, we can just re-sign him. He'd only be gone for like three months. <laughs> That's what we said about Trevor Rosenthal, though. That's oh, true. I really wanted Trevor Rosenthal. He, but I he think blew he was pretty his close arm to right. so. He was pretty right. close to re-signing, too, though. Well, here's I the thing. Trevor Rosenthal wanted too, so then. much money, and the Royals offered him a contract. We but did. They were it was like, a pretty nice contract. We offered him two years, $9 million. I was like, yeah, off of one good year, that's a good <laughs> and contract. And the A's gave him even more. $13 million for one, and he was like, well, yeah, I feel like he was just like, well, shit. You have to take that. If you don't, you're financially irresponsible. Yeah, and then he got hurt. So it didn't matter anyways. So it's just like, I I don't know. I I would say Duffy, I and then after Duffy, Duffy, Carlos Santana. I feel, and my, no, I don't know. I don't agree with that. Know, I don't, don't want to get rid of him. Santana. I just think that we could get something good for him because he's got two years of a decent contract. Well, and if you're talking about trade value, <sighs> Whit Merrifield is at the top of that list. Yeah, trade value-wise, yes, but, but I want to keep Moore him. Doesn't, here's the thing. Here's the thing. It would hurt if we got rid of him. I think we would get a lot in return for him. But Dayton Moore has said in an interview that he values the people that we have in the clubhouse um, and in our minor league system way more than trading. He's like straight up said that. Well, that's just typical. That's, He's, that's just that's what, what we know about him. Player first organization. We really value our players and the people in our system. And Whit Merrifield straight up said, like right after the, the Mariners stuff started coming out, straight up said. I want to be in Kansas City when they start winning. Like that came out of his mouth. I mean, he said in a he said in an in an interview with uh the drive on six ten sports radio, the official uh broadcast of the Royals. Haha. Uh-huh. He said in an interview with Cody and Gold, he was like he was like, Well, it's kind of out of my hands. I can't really do anything about it. I just kinda gotta like forget about it, not really think about people wanting to trade for me or do whatever. But he's like I know that if I do get traded, it would it would help Kansas City in some way win. So it would probably be good for yeah. both sides. So it's just like he he's he's been really awesome about it. And I'm not gonna lie, we could probably get him back for a, a pretty cheap deal after his contract is up. No, someone else is gonna give no, him way more money. He's thirty. He's thirty four years old. Because well, there's, there's the thing is, there's no way that he's gonna. By the time he's thirty four, even if he's still performing, no one's gonna give him a crazy contract. So the Royals could still get him back, and he can play every position. He'd be a veteran that can play every position. And if we're making a playoff push. That would be huge. Well, I don't know if in I don't know if at age thirty four five, Whitmerfield is the same player. It, depend, it depends on how he's still performing. Depends on what happens over the next two and a half years. If he can still hit two sixty and be the utility man for everywhere, like Ben Zobris or something, I take it. I mean, yeah, but I know this is the we're not. I don't want to kill the. This is a big hypothetical. I don't want to kill the dead the dead horse here by saying we're going to have people at that point because we don't know if any of these prospects are going to work, but. 
you know, at that in two years, I, I would like to think that we have graduated from Whit Merrifield and we have people to take his spot. Yeah. So I think that I saw something the other day too that was like, if you guys really want to get ballsy with with Whit Merrifield and start talking about Whit Merrifield. I think you got to put Scott Barlow on that list too. Yeah. And be like, hey, if you packaged Merrifield and Barlow together, that would be insane. Oh my God. That would be a mega you'd trade. Get, you'd that'd get, that'd be a mega trade. Really? Like, if, really like for example, let's say the Mariners back. took both those guys, you could get Kellenick and one more player from that. Like, I one more top 10 prospect out of the system for that. Kellenick, Kellenick is the number two prospect in all of baseball. For Barlow and Whitmer, the one of the best closers in the league, one of the best bullpen guys in the league. And. What's high school with him? You one know? of the best second baseman in the league for a team that's one game out of the wild card. Hey man, I'm not saying that it's anything. I'm legitimately not saying not to mention they have another outfielder. That's also top 10 in the major leagues. I'm pretty sure. So I'm just, I'm just okay. saying, well, team's got to pay, got to shell out for, for those people. And I'm not, I don't know if it's Kalanick for sure, but you get, you'd get some really good players. It's just, I don't know if you packaged, and this is what I wanted to really say, and I said it. We said it at the top of the top of the episode. Haas come back to KC. Now, will I? Do I think it'll happen? Hell no, I don't think it'll happen. But the Padres just traded for Adam Frazier, which means that there's an infield spot that needs to be somebody needs to be taken away, and they're not going to get rid of Cronenworth. He's too damn good, and so what you. I don't know. In my opinion, you have to at least listen because there was a thing that came out today that said. Eric Hosmer would be that Eric Hosmer would be a part if he was a part of a trade. Sorry, a top four prospect would be involved. Oh yeah, and you have, they have to call. You literally have to call. I bet you they have. People um, have to. Call. You have to. Like C.J. Abrams is the eighth best prospect in all of baseball, I bet and Mackenzie Gore is the top is a, is the five. I bet you that they've checked in on it. I don't know if it'll go anywhere, but I bet you they've checked in on it. I don't think it will either. But just what I'm saying is like you have to look at it though. You can't just be like, I don't know if the Do- if the Padres are saying this and they actually want to. What I'm saying is I'm like I'm like give them Duffy, give them a bench in, off the bat and Solaire. Give them, give them Scott Barlow or Greg Holland, and then give throw them a prospect and see what they say. Like you just, yeah. If they're trying to win right now, C.J. Abrams is a shortstop. You have Cronenworth, you have Tatis there. Yeah. You now have Adam Frazier for the next couple years. Like, do you really think that like you want to keep C.J. Abrams for in the minors for two more years? Like, so I don't then know. you put Abrams and have him compete with Alderbrets or Mondesi and. You have Bobby, Bobby Witt. Witt, Bobby Witt Jr. Bobby Witt and C.J. Abrams are the Fernando. C.J. Abrams is the left-handed Bobby Witt Jr. He's just faster. I I, I just hey man I'm that's I'm all just I'm saying, saying you got Bobby who can play better defense than Tatis and hit the same way. I don't know. Okay, well, if if people are listening listen on on Hosmer and you just don't know, I I think Santana is a is I don't know. You just can't get rid of Santana. He's the only thing that has resembled any kind of on-base percentage on your team. So Nicky Lopez leads the team in on-base percentage. Okay, fine. So uh, okay, well, Carlos Santana walks like all the time. So he does. I That's true. He does. That's all I'm saying is I like Carlos Santana even though he No, was I love I love Carlos Formally Santana. of a of No, I love Carlos Santana. I love that signing. I was huge on it. But he just got he's got value. 
I just think 100% that y- you have to trade a couple people. And this is the last person I'll say. I'm sorry. This is a long-ass segment. But I think you have to trade Michael A. Taylor. You have to trade Michael A. He's yeah, on a Michael one-year a. deal. He's on a one-year deal. You have to get something for him. You want to bring, out, bring up Edward Olivares. We've seen you want to. You just keep sending him down because he's got options. We traded Brett Phillips for Lucius Fox, who Lucius Fox has some upside. Michael A. Taylor's a better Brett Phillips. Yeah, we could get someone better than Lucius Fox for Michael A. Taylor. And what I was going to say, that's exactly though. You can't tell me a contender doesn't need like the a Yankee, center fielder. The Yankees could would kill for Michael A. Taylor. No, I mean he's a right-handed. If he was left-handed, like then that's maybe. true. But that's true. Here's my thing: is he's way above average defensively. He's got a great arm. Yeah, he's he like can third, at least he's kind like of hit, and, and he's got great war. speed. So I'm like, there, you can't tell me that there's someone there's a contender that doesn't need that. You can't tell me that there's someone yeah. who doesn't need that. Yeah. Someone could use it. So I think you have to get rid of Michael A. Taylor. If someone calls on Michael A. Taylor, you got to just give them to him. And Jorge Soler too. If somebody calls for Jorge if Soler, someone asks for Jorge Soler, them. you give them Jorge Soler. Yeah. You, I love Jorge. I think he's a great dude. I love watching him play. I love watching him hit the piss out of a ball, but you have to. Yeah. You there's no to. one. If whoever, when he gets a hold of one, yeah, it's fun to watch, but I don't know. You just you you got to get a good bucket of balls for him. If if you you could get someone pretty yeah. decent from Solaire. Not great, but you could get someone. Who knows? Who knows? I would I would like to see him in. I think Boston would be a good place for Solaire. Just as oh, a yeah. bench bat with the with the wall with the oh yeah, dude green monster. He would he would kill. I people are saying Santana to the Red Sox too. I could, I see, could that. see that because they have Bobby Dahlback at first. Yeah, that makes and no all sense. of Santana's powers to, is on the right side. Not all of it, but a lot of it. Well, and then you got Pesky pull down the right field, yeah. down the right field yeah. line. So like, I 100% for me at least, I'm like Santana is 100%. If if the Red Sox call and give you like, they're not going to give you Jaron Duran, but if they give you, oh God, what the hell is his name, the kid who's like. Uh, Oh, he's got a really cool name, Blaze Jordan. Blaze Jordan. If you if they call you and ask for Blaze, you just give him to him. He's a third baseman and he's really good. He's above average power, above average hitting. He's yeah. just not great defensively. He's kind of like Hunter Dozier, I guess. But still, if you call, then it's just ah ah. Okay, we need to stop talking about this. I could talk about this forever. We still have the Chiefs and drop the ball, and we've been going for over an hour. Well, so. that we did all, always also talk. We did. Like we minutes. had a lot to talk about. Okay, we but missed two we've weeks. been gone for two weeks. Uh, we'll be right back. I promise the second the second half won't be as long as the first. See ya. Before we get into the next section, we would like to thank our sponsors, the List Show Sell KC Group with Keller Williams Key Partners. If you're looking to buy or sell a home, they serve clients with superior customer service and integrity while going the extra mile to make your transaction the best it can be. Find them on Facebook by searching List Show Sell KC. Slide into home with the List Show Sell KC group. It's what they do. Be sure to find us on all our social media accounts. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at DropTheBallPC. Subscribe to our YouTube channel and like the Facebook page both at Drop the Ball Podcast. And we are back with Arrowhead Chop Talk. We didn't. I didn't even say we were going to do this in the second half, no, but, but I did say stuff to say. War Paint. So uh, War Paint, <laughs> he's a horse that rides around at Arrowhead Stadium. With unfortunately, a blonde woman on his back. Not anymore. Mark Donovan is like, well, we need to get rid of this. This is pretty racist. Let's be done with it. And I'm like, uh, it wasn't okay. Ra- ra- okay, so racism and cultural appropriation are different things. Oh, was it, it a was cultural, a cultural appropriation? Okay, type deal, I what? Think. it was like the it was like the fe- like no feather 
headdresses. So they like they that. were like, let's get rid of that. Same okay. kind of same kind of move. As okay, that. that's yeah. fine. Eric Berry is smiling somewhere. Yeah, he is. that dude. If you guys didn't know, that dude hated horses. <laughs> that was so yeah. funny. Was every like, time, I'm not fucking with no horse. Every time the the That's horse would come on the shit. field, he would like hide behind his players. He's like, I'm not going on in the field until the horse is gone. <laughs> until the horse is gone. gone. And Derek Johnson was like, bro, he what was are you like, doing? He's like, horses are <laughs> sneaky, bro. They're sneaky. I don't like them. Oh my god, that is the funniest thing in the world. Okay, well, yeah. I don't know what else to say about that except for like I would I would guess because like they have they have a war paint. they have know. a council of elders or whatever from the area that they have conversations with. They have like an open communication line with. I would guess it was something to do with that. I well, doubt it was a bunch of old white dudes that said, "Let's get rid of this." Here's my thing is that here's my thing is that this information came out about 2 days after the stupid ass Indians decided they wanted to change their name. Yeah. And so begs the question to you two do you think the chiefs will ever change their name if they do i'm gonna be pissed they got, they're not even named after a s- fucking native american tribe well or so, a okay, member so, of they're so, not so they're not so they're named after a guy who had a nickname that was based on native american not culture. really but no. it's not like it's not like we're a slang term okay but you gotta here's the thing here's the thing the original name for the washington football team and the indians cool. are both slang terms for native americans like, um, but that's, much that's more derogatory than name. a chief. The Braves might have to change their name for the same reason. The Chiefs, I don't think they will. I think they have an open. You think they'll change line. their logo? They have. I could Probably. maybe see them change their logo, but to honestly, Patrick Mahomes' face, I'd be okay like, with that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> make it, yeah. Just make it just literally make it a silhouette wears, of his hair. Everybody wears fifteen on their helmet. I don't know, but um, yeah, it's. I think it's possible they change their logo. I don't think they'll ever change their name unless, the, for some reason, the elders change their mind about well, it. Because they've thing- had they, the elders have had the have the time that council of people that they talk to from the community has had time to be like, hey, we think we should change. Here's this. my only thing. We with would have been hearing about it. By my now. only thing is, if you change the name of the chiefs, you need to not call people chief executive officers. You need to not call people chief financial officers because chief that of is, staff. You know. Well, so here's the, here's the here's the thing. I don't think it's that deep. Um, I don't think they'll have to change it. Um, I just it's I a precedent, though. The thing is, the thing is, chief like CEO and CEO like COO CFO. Those aren't like the, the the football team name can be directly related, and that's the only difference. But like I said, I don't think that I think that's a non-factor. It's it's not like it's not like um, our mascot is a race of people. It's a specific. It's like if we were the generals. You know what I mean? Like or like the presidents or the defenders, yeah, or the guardians or the guardians. It's yeah, it's <laughs> it's it's that. like yeah, it's 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 a position of power. It's a very specific person, not a race of people. If that makes sense, that's it why just, I think that it will be it won't be it will be a non-issue. But I also want to know, like you said, they have the council, and I understand it's like the Jedi Council. They have like a council, council. but I'm just like. <sighs> My thing is, I always see like white ass people being like, "Change the fucking name." I'm like, "You have nothing to do with this. Go away." Like, <laughs> I mean, I'm just like, but some of that, I'm just like, I'm like, there is, yeah, there's a large segment of people. I mean, here's the thing: there's a lot of people that hear it from one person, or not even hear it from one person, and they like try to be ahead of the curve. As as until until I hear someone, until I hear a large group of people who are directly afflicted by the name. Such as with the Washington football team and the Indians, like with Chief Wahoo, I'm not going to take any stock in it. I, I think you guys Fuck are fine. Are, you guys are trying to be upset about someone changing the name when it's not even like like the only people that are bringing it up are are like overzealous fans who have nothing, who have no relation. You I, know, I, I, I don't just, think I don't think it is something that is even really coming up. At 
this point. I, I mean, that's yeah. what I'm saying. People, it's, it's not just even like, related. It's an t- entirely different scenario. I know. That's that's exactly why I'd be so bewildered if they changed it. Because I'm like, it will. doesn't have anything really to do I with it. I just don't. I, yeah. I don't see them doing it. Anyway, so we're going to move on to drop the ball. Non-factor. I will, I will go first because... I have a couple, and we can all have a couple if we want to bring up a couple, I guess. my Mine is number number one. Uh, the Indians changed their name to be – this was my small one. The Indians changed their name to be the Guardians. That is the dumbest name in the fucking world. <laughs> Still fucking hate you. Go to hell. <laughs> I hate you. Jeez, um, man. So I'm just going to be done with that. I, stu- I said it on <laughs> – I tweeted it. So you can go look at my Twitter. The day they announced it, I retweeted it or quote tweeted it and said, still fucking hate you. So, yep. I do, go I do want to point out, someone made a really good tweet that I thought was really funny. Someone was like, the Guardian sucks. It's an awful name. Oh, la. And someone quote tweeted it and was just like, there's two teams that are named after a color of socks. And I was <laughs> like, yeah, that's fair. The Guardians maybe isn't that bad. <laughs> well, and also someone was like – Somebody make the, they're like somebody make their mascot Groot and I was like that okay. that'd be that'd be pretty cool. That I know Matt would would I'd have be an mad. I'd that. be I'd be mad because I'd be like now I kind of have be, to like it'd you. It'd be now. a good mascot and I'd be, that'd be a good pissed mascot. or like Rocket that'd be kind of funny. But also I would like to this is my actual drop the ball that's just my small one. Uh, yeah, that team doesn't deserve any of my fucking time. So I'll just <laughs> throw them over there. Jeez. So good God. Um, this is my actual drop the ball and it is Mr. Greg Holland slash Mike Matheny, I guess. I don't know why the hell we keep throwing him out in save situations. We've been saying this for three years that as long as we've had the show, I feel like that we just don't have somebody to close down the games. And th- they, that is something I feel like you need to spend some money on if you want to be competitive, is that if you see a reliever out there that is a fantastic reliever, like a um, – um, uh, I don't even know. Like a, like somebody who can close games for you, you got to spend money on it because I can't have Greg Holland going out there and giving up two runs to kill Badu and creaming his jimmies on it. And uh-huh. then them walking the, walking the bases loaded for to have Wade Davis come in. Like everybody celebrate Wade Davis. Cause he came in and got an out. Okay. Like I can't be having that happen anymore. So I would really like it if Greg Holland would just not be the closer. He's a good middle of the, like, Get, bring him in in the sixth inning sometimes, I guess. Like, I feel like we should be using Greg Holland in the way that we are using Wade Davis right now. And that's just my opinion. I, I, I can't stand it whenever Greg Holland enters in the save situation. I'm like, we really have no one else. This is who we're sending out there. Okay, we'll see what happens. And I'm pretty sure he's got like seven and a half blown saves. So we'll see. Anyway, that's mine. I'm not too happy then for that. But, hey, they've won six in a row. I'm – quite happy at that if the starting pitching can be solid maybe then it'll take some pressure off the bullpen and he will be good but maybe at that point uh, yeah, I, yeah i can't stand greg holland closing games i think he should be i think it's over he shouldn't come in past the seventh inning. and, and i but. get the me i get the like i get it i understand why mike Matheny is like i i get why he's putting him out there because he's got experience doing it but his skill level is just not there anymore yeah like you can't rely on somebody to who's throwing 80 six mile an hour splitters to like to major league hitters and let them swing in the dirt. Well, and you can't throw them after you can't throw them after Zimmer. Yeah. Either, you know, Zimmer or Barlow, you have to throw, you can throw him after Stomont when he's healthy. You can throw him after Brent. And that's Brintz. why he was so nasty. He'd be great after Brent. 15 and but, six. And Cause you had Kelvin Herrera coming in. Before you had Kelvin throwing one Oh six gas. Yeah, not one Oh six. I know. Yeah. One Oh one hundred. One Oh one a couple times. And but. then you had Wade Davis who was just like a, 
at the time was just an absolute like pinpoint machine. And then you had Greg Holland trying to get you out. And yeah, I, yeah, yeah man, it was, it was different, insane. different era. Yeah. Crazy. But yeah, I'm done with Greg Holland's closing games. That's, that's more of my story. Okay. Uh, whoever wants to go next, you can. Uh, Jackson's is pretty good. So I'm going to just go what? to the Olympics <clears throat> and uh, which we haven't talked about at all, which I'm actually okay with. Um, uh, I talked about it a little bit. Anyways, um, okay, quick interruption. I'm, I would just like to say, I'm sorry, Oliver. I hate to be a bitch. We were talking about the minor league system earlier. Uh, Vinny Pasquatino is two for two tonight. He's batting 400 in triple a Bobby Wood Jr. is batting 400 or in double a Bobby Wood Jr. is batting 400 in double a Nick Prado's AAA. hit a couple triple a, uh, Nick Prado's hit a couple bombs in triple a. He's still trying to, I think he's, get, he's still over like two, get that average think, up though. And, uh, He's just, he's and Edward Olivares is two for two tonight as well. Call him up for please for the love of God. Okay, we're done. Continue. Anyways, so the big the uh, the our mascot for the Olympics for the last four years has been uh, Simone Biles. Yep. And she got hurt. Yeah. Well, it had to drop. Mental, it was a mental block. Oh, was it? Yeah. So I actually happened? didn't. She said because of injury. What happened was okay. So what happened was she messed up a vault, and everybody thought she injured herself. Um. While she was in the in in the middle of an of the air, like she was flipping in the air, and she like she said like for the first time ever she didn't know like where she was in the air, like she lost her spatial surrounding, so she couldn't land it, and then after that was physically fine, but didn't feel comfortable or safe doing any more tricks and like flips and stuff, until she could practice and get that mental block out of her head. All right, so she so, withdrew so that the team could still get a silver medal. So this is what I get for not actually reading the article. So I guess I don't have but one. It's, but she's still, I mean, she's still, I mean. Yeah. I was going to go, fine. I, my drop the ball is mental blocks. Fuck them. There you go. What did you say it was? Injury? I thought it was going to be like, I thought it was going to an ankle or something. No, yeah, it was, it was a, yeah, she, she just, something happened to her for the first time ever and it shook her up a little bit. I had the yips for a couple minutes, yep. I guess. Yeah. All right, well. Do you have another one? I Okay, sorry. No, I, I don't know have you another said one. You had another. You were like, I kind of want to talk about this, but yeah, you want to talk about something real quick. It's not dropping no, off, but you had a. I you, wanted to just talk about. Okay, I think her name was Lily something. Uh, one hundred meter breaststroke for the women last night was the favorite, and Longley wasn't her name. No, I'm wrong. Lily something. I forget. I want to say like, I don't know. Anyways, so they ran a little special on her, um, and it was all about how she is super confident and likes to intimidate people and get in their heads. And how she was going to win and she knows it. And then she didn't <laughs> and got third to a, to a South African. And then that previously mentioned Lydia um, Jacoby, who I'm now the biggest fan of. She, yeah. I am a huge fan of her. And they, um, I just, that race was really awesome. And Lily just kind of, this is what, I don't like cocky people, cocky people that much. I'm not a, yeah, I'm not a big cocky guy either. It doesn't, because I mean, when it works, fine it's annoying but when it doesn't work it's just kind of hilarious even if yeah. you are yeah. from my country yeah so yeah. That, that's that <laughs> as you're well it's a good one that's actually a pretty good one uh mine is the olympics as well uh a couple weeks ago my drop the ball was the um olympic committee not letting shikari richardson um represent america in the 100 meter dash um an event that she was probably gonna win gold in uh, even just because she tested positive for THC in her system, we went over the whole thing. Basically, it's if not you a can smoke weed and run faster than anybody else in the world. Fuck. I don't good care. for you because I don't know. I've never done it, but I can imagine it would make me run faster. That's what I'm saying. Um, however, 
uh, it's come out recently that there is a fencer, a male fencer for the U.S. Olympic team, uh, who has at least one sexual assault allegation against him. Let's go. Uh, and the Olympic Committee f- found that not only was it still very important that he um, represent America and compete in the Olympics, but they went as far as to put together a special protocol to keep him away from female athletes. You're telling me that Shikari Richardson... America! Can, uh, you're, I mean, I mean in, 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 I'm sorry. I don't like going down this route, but you have to look at the optics. A black lesbian woman gets in trouble. Yes. Out proud. Like, with a girlfriend and everything. A black lesbian woman gets in trouble for smoking a blunt and still running faster than people. And they don't let her even perform in the relay, which would have been after the month-long ban. But then a, a, a fencer assaults a woman, and they go through all the trouble of putting together a whole, a whole plan, a syndicate, a, a syndicate, I guess, to keep make sure he doesn't assault another woman. Yeah, really? That's that's not like the line is weed, but not assaulting women. Like this fucking straight white dude from probably Utah or something <laughs> can ass- assault women. Probably Mormon too. But Shikari Richardson Ooh. can't oh, fucking shit. can't Sorry. fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Josh. Um, gonna listen. Can't you know smoke weed in a legal state, a state where it's legal after her mom dies and she That's finds out from a reporter. So I, I'm just like it's, it's, it's just I don't why, know it's, why would people it's go a out parody of your way? at this point it's why just a giant you, yeah. onion article why would you be why would you go out of your way to be like okay let's make sure there's no women in <laughs> yeah, your sight just don't let him come just get somebody else you're telling me there's not another fencer that's like at least hey guys like like okay look at like here's the thing I don't care like okay I don't care how good this dude was at fencing look at how good Shikari Richardson was at at running she was gonna win the gold medal in the in the hundred meter dash um and they replaced her with some fucking Mormon. Who said that it was God's will that she's now running because Shakari Richardson, ba- like basically she said that the devil made sure God made sure that mm-hmm. that Shakari Richardson got caught with weed. Yep, that's how God so that works, she could too. run. That's and how she's God gonna works. get her shit fucking rocked in the Olympics by what some Jamaicans or something. by some yeah, by <laughs> by someone that's not fucking a white Mormon. <laughs> um, who's wait? Who's not like fucking a white Mormon? Who 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 is not a white uh, Mormon? That was annoying. Um, anyway. It, Regardless, same thing, same idea. He thinks he was safe. Um, yeah, I, it's it's just it just it it's it's an onion article. It's 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 satire. It's writing itself. It's crazy. Not to mention there was a whole article about Mac, Megan Rapino, um, the star of the women's um, soccer team, national soccer team, uh, and how she uses CBD to relax and treat herself after games, which is. If you didn't know, is a uh, legal form is a legal form of marijuana. It's a it's a product of marijuana. It is an oil that is extracted from marijuana. It's like it's like THC but legal almost. It relaxes you and um and like relaxes your muscles, calms you down. People use it for depression, blah blah blah. Um, so white people can assault people and 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 use some forms of marijuana, but not Shikari Richardson. That's my soapbox. Sorry, I got a little preachy. It was just kind of, it's like it's like, what the fuck, you know? Yeah, yeah that's it is, dumb, dude. The U.S. I Olympic agree. Committee kind of is dropping the ball right now. Like that's yeah, I, I mean, it's blatant. You. It's pretty blatant. 
I agree with you though. Yeah, that's that's. <laughs> I think I think it's funny that they're like, okay, guys, we can't be with each other, so we're gonna have some cardboard beds, and then they're gonna be like, okay, guys, we can't mess with. You. Okay, dude, you can't mess with any women. Okay, so just we gotta make sure that you do not have any women around you, and and then they're like, yeah, it's like what you're like guarding they're, they're like women? weed. <laughs> no, get her out of here. <laughs> she did something that doesn't affect anybody. Um, oh I will say awesome. in regards to the Olympics, <laughs> Russia is not allowed to be there, but the Russian Olympic Committee yeah, is. Yeah, they were like, "What if we just like, what if we just change the name? Countries and what if we just have? Yo, did you guys see the countries? Bolivian dude that was like popped up on baby oil? Did you guys see that? Huh? <laughs> I've heard about it. I haven't. It seen was It was funny as hell. They they had the opening ceremony and the guy was like dead ass, just like covered in oil. Was like it like sweating his ass off? Well, was it the it was, was like it, gleaming? Was it like? <laughs> Was it like the dude from uh from uh, one of those like Mediterranean like I have no islands? Idea. It started like, with the B. Like traditional. I saw garb. it on Jimmy Fallon. No, no, no this was like this know. was like last Olympics. There was some dude that was like muscled up and like like everyone had a crush on him. I don't know. It was a while ago. But, I don't know, but anyways, thanks for listening this week. Oh God, um, we covered a lot. It was, we covered a lot over a lot of time. Episode. If you've made it this far, oh, no. I'll give well you a kiss done. Or I don't know. We'll uh, give yeah. you a kiss. We'll we'll give you an update at the game tomorrow too. So oh, my parents are at this game. We should alive. Got a live update. We'll be yeah, we'll, we'll be That's at the okay. game tomorrow. So next week you'll get a uh, you'll get a little recap of how our experience was. I mean, watching we'll probably this. we might Instagram we might just our Instagram story it up. We, we might get thrown out for heckling the White Sox. We'll see what happens. We'll see, man. We'll see how it goes. Be sure to follow the the Instagram and the Twitter. And also, if you've made it this long, it's drop the ball PC. By the way, you have heard that already. If you listen to the ad, you probably skipped through it though. If you made it this long, and if you made it this long, I would like to say. I will Venmo you some money if you're here. <laughs> if, you're, if you're here at this point, if you're here my mom point. does not count. Okay, I thought you said she's Denise. Denise, I love you, but you do not count. I will. You count as a listener, but if you, I will not Venmo you. Um, but if anybody else watches, stays to the end, I will Venmo you. Anyway, until next time, thanks for listening. Do not drop the ball. Mm-hmm.